Hey there. Um, I've been stuck here all night. Can you get me out of this cage? Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of Foxy <sighs> Fick. Foxy Fick is a website dedicated to erotica for men. All of their narratives and role plays are voice acted. Explore what it would be like to get a blowjob from Mermaid Sisters. To invite your cute neighbor over after bumping into her on a jog. To make a deal with a demoness to lose your virginity. To have your crush make a move on you because you've been too oblivious. Or to have your annoyed cat girl begging for your attention. Subscribe today with our affiliate link and get a free trial and enter a chance to work with Foxy Fick to create your own erotica. Head over to foxyfick.com slash awakening. That's F-O-X-Y-F-I-C dot com slash awakening. This week on Erotic Awakening, self-confidence is sexy, motivated sub, and Florida, Asia, Poland. (laughs) Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening Podcast is grateful to the support of our patrons who receive ad-free early access to the podcast, as well as other perks. Thanks to all of our supporters. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. This week on the show, we are going to talk about self-confidence. We're going to talk about um, how to get there and why it's sexy. And we decided to do this one on the video as well. So if you're interested in watching us talk Instead of just listening to us talk, you can find us over there on the YouTube. So, exactly. So, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It's, it's Tuesday, and it's a little slow to is, get started. We usually do these on Monday nights, and I've been running around, and actually, I'm still <laughs> remembering a show that we just watched. We just watched a show while we were eating dinner. It's so funny. Yes, we, we just wrapped up <laughs> Only Murders in the Building on With, the uh, Hulu. So what is that? Steve Martin, Martin yeah. Short, and Selena Gomez. Go- yep. No <laughs> so spoilers, funny. but no absolutely. Spoilers. We recommend it. Go watch that darn so, thing. It was very exactly, good. Exactly, exactly. So Dawn, is it sexy to be self-confident? And I'm going to back into that a little bit. One of the reasons we're doing this on video is to say... Um, we're pretty average looking folks, right? We are. We're pretty average looking. We're over 50, mm-hmm. right? So um, there is another class we teach where we tell people we're not Barbies. Mm-hmm. And yet we still have confidence in ourselves. And I am successfully poly. I'm successfully poly. And I will say that I have no lacking of people that are interested in me. Mm-hmm. When I go to play parties, I find plenty of people to play with. Uh, my polyamory is limited more by my calendar than mm-hmm. it is by lack of partners. And and sometimes we hear people talk about how it's so hard for married men mm-hmm. to find poly partners. No, and I think that's what started this whole idea of this confidence is sexy, mm-hmm. right? Um, we actually discuss a little bit of this in our polyamory, polyamory dating guide. Um but uh, but Dan has been saying this. This has been his motto for a very long time. Is that confidence, self confidence, is sexy. Is sexy. So we do talk about this, and that's part of what I'm like. Where am I going with this? Um, that is part of why we decided to talk about this because a lot of times on different dating sites or or 
groups or whatever, people tend to think that one category of person is less likely to find right. dates than another category of people. You could certainly find that on whatever polyamory website or board that you're on, somebody saying, it is so hard for me to find people to date mm -hmm. because I am a thus. Right. Because, because I'm I, over such and such age or under such and such age because I'm bio male, bio female, etc., etc. Um, Every excuse you could think of. Every excuse you can think of. And, you know, and it is kind of valid that as an introvert, you may have a harder time finding people, but that's because you're an introvert, mm -hmm. right? So I'm an introvert that has to work on my introvertedness to be able to find people. But if I'm confident, that is going to shine through. And that is going to help overcome part of that introvertedness. Sure. I'm making up words now introvertedness introverty yeah, introverty <laughs> yep that's a fine word um so how do you get to that point of being self-confident oh see now it took me a while right literally it, it took me a while we've been doing this for 20 years at this point and um self-confidence for me was very hard to discover I was coming out of a vanilla marriage, I was discovering myself, I was on a healing path, I was almost 100 pounds heavier, I was, you know, I, I was a lot of things that made me not feel very confident in mm -hmm. myself, right? And then over time, man, I think it's just, I think part of it for me was just having the intent to be more confident. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there was specific things. I mean, there was getting naked in dungeons and being okay, seeing other people being okay with me being as large as I was and being naked and other people found that sexy. You found that sexy. I got to a point where I found that sexy and now I can be naked anywhere and that helped other people feel okay about mm -hmm. being naked and sexy. And, you know, so little things like that started to click together to where it became a package deal. Yeah, I find that when I think about self-confidence it's helpful for me to think about and what I phrased it in our polyamory dating guide was appropriate confidence mm -hmm. because like you said it's how you part of it is definitely how you drive yourself how you position yourself how you view yourself is a lot mm -hmm. of what confidence happens and that's why the term appropriate confidence comes up because it's not the appropriate it's not the confidence of arrogance right it's not walking into a room like you own the place but it is walking into a room like you belong there. Yes. Um, and there's an attitude of that. There's an attitude of, of saying, I belong. I am part of this. This is, I am comfortable being here. And there is this big aspect of you have to fake it. You may have to fake it till you make it, but become a master of faking it then. It will begin to transform and wear over. You'll have moments, even if you're faking it till you're making it, you'll have moments to where, oh, it really is. And then another moment of, oh, it really is. And they kind of click together to where it becomes a chain, a chain reaction. And then you have more confidence, right? So sometimes it's, and I think we talk about this in our flirting book that we gave to our patrons. Um, if you flirt and you have success, as in you flirted, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you got a phone number or not. Right. But you bit the bullet 
and you flirted. Right. And I've done that, and that's part of what's helped build my confidence in that I set out, I can specifically rem remember being at Kinky College, and I get into presenter mode. And when I'm in presenter mode, it's actually a little harder for me to flirt because I'm more in my these things must be done mm -hmm. mode, right? And we went to K Kinky College, and I'm like, you know what? Yes, I'll be in presenter mode for part of the time, but I want to flirt. I want to meet people. I want to have fun. And I made a point to flirt with people. And I had a great time. And that built up my confidence, mm -hmm. right? You know, when I ask someone for a scene and I get a scene and it's good, it builds my confidence. Sure, sure. And, you know, all these things. So it's just... Yeah, it's kind of like a domino effect. Yeah, absolutely. That, that kind of thing layers on. Another thing that I found valuable, and I clearly recall there's this point where I was did not have it. I did not have this confidence stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then it kind of happened for me. One of the things that I remember doing is you begin to... Um, I used to be very lazy about the way I dressed in that it just didn't really matter, right? Um so one of the ways that you can build confidence, and I'm not saying go out and spend a bunch of money on designer clothes. It's got nothing to do with that. But if you're a jeans person, wear clean jeans. Wear jeans that are in good shape. Mm -hmm. Wear a shirt that you're comfortable in. And that's one of the big keys. Don't look for the shirt that's the most uh, impressive looking in your closet. Find something that you're comfortable in that says, I like this shirt. I like the way this shirt feels. I like the way this shirt reflects on me. Well, when you dress comfortable, you're more comfortable in your skin. Mm-hmm. So when you dress in a way that reflects who you are, again, it's like a mirror. You're more comfortable in your own skin. And, and confident in that yeah. comfortability. See, I'm making up words too now, <laughs> right? It's one of the ways that you can become appropriately confident is to, to dress yourself as if you are confident, right? And again, this doesn't mean put on the power suit, but it says if you've got some jewelry that you dig, put on the jewelry that you dig, right? I like wearing my mala beads going back to that sort of thing, right? Um, being, well, yep. being well groomed, we'll something as simple as that, right? Taking that care and time and energy to present yourself to the best of your ability. Now, that doesn't mean you have to run off to the gym and lose 100 pounds before you're allowed to be confident mm -hmm. or, or gain weight or get a breast job or anything like that. Part of appropriate confidence is this: is the cultivation of the belief that you are good as is. You are good enough, not... Uh, I was going to say you are good enough. That doesn't mean we're not always working to be our better selves, mm -hmm. right? But you are still good enough as a person. And I'm going to take off the word enough. You are mm -hmm. good as is. And anybody mm -hmm. that does not... You know, if you walk in and, and nobody's interested in talking to you or, hell, man, even somebody might have, like, if I go into a TNG group, right, that's a, um, a group specifically designed for younger people, people might talk about, oh, who's that old creeper, right? Um, for you to say, to, to acknowledge that everybody, I am good enough. I'm good. I'm good. I don't really need your opinion, your approval. That's a difficult skill to cultivate. Oddly enough, one of the ways you get there, one of the ways I got there, was the meditation practice. Mm -hmm. Because the meditation practice allows you to start seeing the naysayers, allows you to start seeing what other people are saying as simply, it's their words. There's mm -hmm. nothing more than that. There's a big, there's a huge difference between perception and truth. And if I, I tell you, if I was sitting, if for whatever reason, we used to run a BDSM club and we would have TNG groups there, right? 
if I was at a TNG group, maybe I just opened the door and I saw somebody uh, my age go in, my initial thought would probably be, well, geez, that's kind of a creepy guy. What's he doing here looking for people 20 years younger than him, right? Having that, that that's my perception doesn't make it the truth. And it certainly doesn't have to be the truth for that person, right? So we develop that perception of ourselves as being good and being worthy. And if somebody is, if you're around somebody that doesn't see you that way, that's okay. They're allowed to see other people. Got, I see people fucked up sometimes. They've got their, right? Everybody's got their own filters. I have absolutely. How they see people. Here's a great example of how you could uh -oh. how you could do that, right? Yeah. I can clearly recall a particular person that we didn't really know them, but when they were, you know, we would they would come around and they would be they're, they're just too loud and interrupt conversations and my general view of this person they're, they're just rude they're a rude person mm -hmm. right as I got to uh, to know this person and found out that the person had um, some autism and it oh, used to be very significant spectrum, yeah. a significant disability for them but they were working on it and they were pushing themselves to go out and be social mm -hmm. and they didn't have this both between the autism and the lack of social skills the point to all that being is just because I, I view somebody as rude doesn't make the, the truth. It means I don't have a, an, the appropriate amount of information. And to be honest, we never have an appropriate amount of information right. to judge other people. And it's a waste of fucking time. When you recognize that, recognize that other people, how they perceive you, isn't that damned important. Right. And that was one of the, the big areas where confidence began to swell for me. So, well, and I was going to jump on the meditation bandwagon, too, because um, it would be around the time that I started a meditation practice that my self-confidence was easier to get a hold of. And one of those reasons is because meditation slows down my thinking and I'm training my brain mm. to stop the stories, right? Now, one of my biggest issues was all the stories, all the harsh judgment against myself mm. that I had, right? And didn't even know the stories were going on, really. I mean, I, I knew there was always stories, but I didn't know that's what was going on. And so a lot of negative self-judgment. So when I started slowing down the brain and teaching myself to stop the stories while I was meditating, because that was part of meditating, right? To recognize the stories, stop the stories, come back to the breath. And then during the day when I'm not meditating, I notice those stories a little bit more and I notice that I'm self-judging myself. Mm -hmm. And that slows it down enough that I can now start my positive self-talk, which... Hell, I was actually, I was just talking to Master Sherry today and she asked me a question about how did I do this thing now? Um, it was how, how, if you're in a bad mood, how do I not take it personally? Okay. Right? And I'm like, meditation, man, because it slows my brain down to where I can see the stories in my head, right? So I have learned that it's my stories, my tapes, that makes me assume how someone else is thinking. Mm -hmm. And when you assume bad things about how someone else is thinking, that kind of nicks into your self-confidence. But if you can slow that story down and give yourself time to do some positive self-talk, man, there's your trick. 
right? right? You walk in and, oh, no one's going to like how I look. No one's going to like me. No one's going to whatever. Oh, wait, that's a story. Why am I assuming how people are going to respond? I'm a happy person. I'm going to go in with a smile on my face. People are going to see the inner glow. This is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And when, if, when you can slow down and do that, that's just amazing. I absolutely agree. Another thing I think that was very valuable for us was simply, obviously, you're, you're listening to the Erotic Awakening podcast, right? <laughs> this is self-confidence for sex, for sexiness, Ooh. right? Yes. Um, go to those polyamory events. Go to those BDSM events. Go to those leather events and find out that everything you see on TV about polyamory and about kink and about domination, you know, the, like where they, they make it for the TV shows. It's all oh, bullshit. The reality TV shows sort yeah. of thing. We don't, yeah. the, the people or... that you see in the, at those events are normal people. They're not Hollywood pretty people. They are people that are, some of them are very pretty, very handsome. Mm -hmm. Some of them are terribly um, out of shape, as, as Hollywood would say, right? I'm, some of them are, are tall and short and fat and thin and every, you know, Oh, everything cetera, in between. If you go to a munch, you're not going to be able to pick out who is there for the munch right. because they look like everybody right. else. And you'll see that and find those people. So part of this self-confidence is find those people that are, you know, the, the, um, the person that's society based will say is overweight or has breasts that are too small. See them getting naked and getting tied up and having a great time. Having a great time. And and, and, and really look at that and say, well, what makes them, how are they allowed allowing themselves to be so confident, to be so happy that they're willing to get naked when, you know, everything we've seen in the, the beauty magazine says you shouldn't be comfortable mm -hmm. with that, that you should be joining Weight Watchers or you should be eating the pineapple diet or whatever the fuck's <laughs> up there now. The pineapple diet, that's swinging. So is that... Oh, oh good call. <laughs> The flip side of this, though, is one of the things that you do to, to create this self-confidence is to take care of yourself mm. and your surroundings and your appearance. And again, I go back to, I said, I, you know, I said, you don't have to go run to the gym and lose 100 pounds, but you do have to put some energy into, I want to feel good. I want to look at what I look in the mirror. And then now the trick is. There's a great, there's a, there's, well, I'm going to say it's a great book that's got nothing to do with kink called Atomic Habits. And that's where you want to get when you're practicing, you're trying to get to this level of self, sexy self-confidence, this appropriate confidence is come at it from the atomic habit perspective. You don't okay. know this book, do you? I have this book. I've read part of this book. I have not finished it. The idea behind Atomic Habits is that instead of saying, um, I'm going to start running a 5K today. To say, I'm going to get off my ass and walk 10 steps today, right? To mm, do the little, little bit itty bitty things. And to continue to take, once you've practiced the little thing, is you add it and add, add more little things to it. Like with your push-ups. With my, with my push-ups, right? I started off, I don't know if it was this year. I started off earlier. Every time I did push-ups, I like doing push-ups. It's one of the few exercises I like doing. But every time I do push-ups, either my shoulder, uh, shoulder. See, now I'm on video, so they know that I pointed to the wrong spot. My shoulder gets wonky, or my neck will get weird, or my arm will get weird, right? Yeah. I'll, I stress out my body. So I got this little app. I think it's just called Push-Ups. because we, over, we overdo it. Yeah. You go from nothing to say, oh, I can do Because three push-ups aren't exercise. 
but 20 are. So, right. we, so we push ourselves too far. Exactly. The little app says, you know what, just do 10 push-ups, right? And matter of fact, you can't do 10 push-ups, cool. Do three push-ups, wait 60 seconds. Do three more push-ups, wait 60 seconds, etc. right? Mm -hmm. Well, after a while, three push-ups is pretty damned easy. So eventually this app gets you up to, you know, my, my goal is to get up to 100 push-ups. It's not at one shot. I'm not going for that. Right. But it is with these little breaks along the way. That's the atomic habit. We'll come all the way back to the self-confidence thing, right? Don't worry that you're walking into an event or you're, you're getting online flirting with somebody and you're not a master of self-confidence. Right. Instead, take one little bit and say, you know, I, I'm going to work, work on this one little bit. It's a confidence booster. Yes. Each little thing is a confidence booster. And the more experience you have with these boosters, the easier it gets. Yep. The other aspect, and, and we'll probably move on from this topic for now, talk about pussies and cocks and things like that. Actually, that's not even on the short notes. Um, oh, no, 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 because I have a question for you before we're done with this. Is to remember <laughs> where you're going. Ask me that question, though. Well, the go? question is, so we're talking confidence is sexy and how to be confident and learn how to be confident and fake it till you make it and stuff like that. But this has been a quote for you for a long time that you find confidence sexy. Mm -hmm. So what do you see, what do you find sexy about confidence? Because one of the keys that goes with confidence, believe it or not, is vulnerability. Okay. I have, if you can become, if you are truly confident in yourself, then you are okay with being vulnerable about yourself because it just doesn't matter, right? I am on a podcast with uh, 5 million downloads and I can say, yep, I've been impotent. I don't give a shit that mm, you, if you want to take that, that okay. story away okay, and yeah, yeah. say, oh, impotent then, and that's the whole story for you, eh, okay, whatever. So opinions because matter it's, less. Right. Okay. You know, I, it's... The, oh, so you can be courageous. Exactly. If you're confident, you can actually be courageous in your stuff, even if you're scared. Right. And Ooh, courage like inspires vulnerability. I can be... Yeah. So what happens with this, we'll take something like... Um, occasions where I've been impotent, the part of it is that it's not the story of who I am, mm -hmm. right? It is a thing that has happened in my life due to biological concerns, right? Because I'm a human being. The flip side is now that I, I can say that in a crowd of people, I can say that on the podcast, and I know that it's not defining who I am. Right. It also allows other human beings to be able to reach out and say, oh, geez, that happened to me too. What do you do? Mm -hmm. How did you get past it? By the way, the key getting past impotence if it's not a biological break but a mental one guess what it is confidence confidence yeah so cool so i like that answer so the whole i vulnerability note, that thing. is not meant for an ed treatment situation it's just a very <laughs> little bit you are not a doctor i'm not a doctor please don't take this as medical advice this is for entertainment value only uh well there you go cool i actually threw that question out on fet a couple of weeks back to see if people found confidence sexy. And yeah, a lot of people do. Yep. The, again, that's appropriate confidence. People do not find not arrogance, arrogance sexy. sexy. No. The, no. The last bit is the problem. The biggest problem with confidence is it builds upon itself. Right? That's the biggest problem? Yes. Because okay. what that means is if, that, if you sit in your house or your RV. 
waiting to be confident before you're willing to step out there. It's a longer path than step out there and practice, right? Nobody got good at playing the guitar or podcasting or driving or towing an RV by thinking about it or reading about it. That's good. Start. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a good start, but you you got to do it. You got to practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Practice. So, and I was getting ready to say that um, since I've become more self-confident and I can pick times when I know this has happened and it's built upon itself over the years, but I actually have gotten some feedback over the years that now people find me kind of intimidating, Mm -hmm. right? And it just struck me that if people are finding me intimidating, for one, I'm not intimidating. They're intimidated. Yeah. So, and if they're intimidated, then they probably need to work on their self-confidence. Yep. So I, I'm not going to take that personally anymore. Exactly. I just have to make sure that I'm not being arrogant because sometimes self-confidence with an introvert can come across a little wonky. I can be self-confident, but I'm standing in the background because I'm an introvert and that can be seen as standoffish and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it kind of mixes kind of funny, but um, not willing to give up my self-confidence. I've worked hard for that. Yeah. Not that I don't still have moments where I'm not. Absolutely. Right? New situations and stuff. So I'm still practice, practice. This isn't a one and done Absolutely. sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You put me... If at work I end up in a new job or a new role, mm-hmm. you know, um, it it can you know it takes a little while to get used to. There could be a shake there, right? Not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but you continue to do the practice, mm-hmm. right? So real quick, three books to recommend if you want to practice confidence. None of these are confidence books per se. We mentioned Atomic Habits earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, another book I'm going to recommend is The Four Agreements. Oh, yeah. Feel free to stop. Oh. I stopped reading at 80% of the book, and that got everything out of it. But very simple lessons, but, like don't take things personally, um, yeah. and the other agreements, right? They're all very valuable for building your own confidence because it builds that sense of self. And also our polyamory dating guide has a small section on building that self-confidence. It is where you'll find the term appropriate confidence originally uh, coined, to my knowledge. Cool. Boom. All good reads. Now you're going to make me, you know what I'm going to be doing tonight? What's Instead that? of sleeping, is finishing my the book, Atomic Habits. Yeah. Because wasn't he like paralyzed or something? And he, he had something to where he had to start doing little bits and little bits and little bits to come to get back to where he was before an accident or something at the beginning. Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Uh-oh. I don't remember that. Now part. I'm going to have to read it again and make sure I'm thinking of the right book. Don, I wanted to mention that we are going to be in um, South Carolina for a mast meeting. I'm not sure if we're attending virtually or in real time, but we'll actually be near where the thing is happening. Awesome. And then we'll be in Florida appearing at nothing at all. Um, Unless we put something together with a certain someone at a certain place. That's. And if we do that, we'll announce it. We'll let you see. guys know. Uh, if you, but you maybe know we'll, us, we like to do things. Maybe we will do something <laughs> in a certain, some place with a certain somebody, but how will you find out about it? Oh, that is true. You're going to find out about keeping up with all of our events, book news and discounts and more on the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And if you just got the new, the November newsletter, you know, all the stuff that we're doing in November that I know about, that we know about at this point. 
and that our books and cards are on sale while we're in Columbus, Ohio, which is currently. As soon as we leave here, they're off sale because I won't be able to get to them. <laughs> That's right. But right now, we're where the books and cards are, so they're on sale. And if you don't care <laughs> about any of that stuff, you should sign up for the newsletter anyway because you get your EA shout out. Exactly. Like, wait, I saw a Poland one in here somewhere. So, but we'll start with Country High in sunny Florida. And Kendra in Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Kendra, why aren't we having lunch today? Oh, there's Asia in Poland. Yes, that was the one that tricked me. Asia in Poland. Wait. Okay, you get the next one, and I'm going to try to pronounce this other one. Molly and Eric in North Idaho. I don't know how to say this name in Colorado. Well, I actually wrote them and asked them <laughs> for pronunciation <laughs> of their name. Good. You know this person. Do we? Yes, I had a very interesting... Uh, interaction with them and anonymity being what it is i cannot reveal more okay. i will tell you more right. off, the, off the air well, how did they say how to pronounce their name they have not remember? responded yet oh so i am waffling I will it not... starts with an x yes so <laughs> and a wonderful person wonderful human being i don't want to fuck their name up okay unnecessarily awesome awesome so you can head over to the erotic awakening newsletter no you can't <laughs> but you can head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today sure why not why not today uh, Don, quick question for you that you didn't know was coming. I, what is okay. your motivation to be a submissive? What is my motivation to be a submissive? Um, how about my motivation to be a follower? Nope, nope. Because I'm not submissive all the time. Fair, okay. Fair, fair. Okay, yes. but I'll try to answer your question. Motivation to be a sub. I actually... Let's go back. I'll okay. tell you what we'll do. Reword it or No, something? no, we'll just go back okay. in time a little bit. You were not a follower when you started. You were a submissive when you started. I was when a submissive started, when I started. Ha, ha So when you got started, what was your motivation to get started at all? I wanted, okay, for me, and mm -hmm. to get a little mm -hmm. deep, mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to trust someone. And for me to trust someone, the idea of surrendering to someone that I trusted was so that I could be vulnerable was just really, really intoxicating. Okay. So for that, that whole power exchange part, I think that was part of my motivation, right? Now, if you get into the play part... Yeah, kind of the same thing. It's just fucking hot to, <laughs> to, to, to turn everything over and okay to have someone else in charge cool you're looking at me not like at all you are expecting a totally different answer so no, i wasn't I really expecting an answer at all i just came across this question randomly i threw it in the show notes i thought it was a strange question that i really didn't know where you're going to go with it yeah yeah because i could flip it on you why oh hey there um I've been stuck here all night. Can you get me out of this cage? Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of Foxy <sighs> Fick. Foxy Fick is a website dedicated to erotica for men. All of their narratives and role plays are voice acted. Explore what it would be like to get a blowjob from Mermaid Sisters. To invite your cute neighbor over after bumping into her on a job. To make a deal with a demoness to lose your virginity. To have your crush make a move on you because you've been too oblivious. Or to have your annoyed cat girl begging for your attention. Subscribe today with our affiliate link and get a free trial and enter a chance to work with Foxy Fick to create your own erotica. 
head over to foxyfic.com slash awakening. That's F-O-X-Y-F-I-C dot com slash awakening. What is your motivation for being a dom? I like beating up people. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I, well. no, you don't. You like beating people, not beating up people. Sure. Um, <laughs> I would say, boy, that initial motivation was simply because we danced well together. We did dance well together. I just feel like I belong, right? Yeah. It, it gives me a sense of belonging. Um, what the fuck is this turning the table on? I don't thing? know. And you know what? We should probably turn that into a show if we've got that much thinking about it to do. Oh, fine. <laughs> I thought it was a throwaway question. Here's a throwaway Funny comment. how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, telling somebody the other day about the book Living MS, and they said, where can I get a copy? I said, I'll send you a link. So I Googled it, thinking I would just bring up the Amazon link. Instead, I found out that you can buy our book Living MS, which At is a... Power exchange book for masters and slaves. That says on the front, yes. for masters and slaves. Where can they find it? Target.com. Yes. So I just thought that was fun. You cannot buy it in the store, but you can get it via their online store. That is just weird because I'm trying to figure out. So if you buy it through Target, that actually goes through our publisher. So I, please buy on our website. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way we make any profit is if you buy through our we website. Do, we do get a couple pennies if you we buy it from a, our website. We get nothing if you buy it from Amazon, Amazon Target. Or Target, right. Or, so, But it's there. Yeah. It's there. Get it, it is an anyway. option. Get it anyway. It's on sale for $15 right now through our website, eroticawakening.com. What if they listen to this two weeks from now? It's only until the tw 29th. Of? October. October 29th, 2021. Of 2021. All right. I was going to say, uh -huh. we've been going... 11 years now or whatever. Right. Oh, I had someone a couple of months ago make a comment about the corsets. And I'm like, the corsets? And I wrote back, I'm like, the corsets? What corsets? Because I'm going through like our last 10 shows. We didn't talk about corsets. They're like the corset giveaway. I really love that idea. I'm like, oh my God, it's been 10 years since I vended corsets and yeah. we gave those away as prizes on the show. <laughs> We don't do that no, anymore. No, right. That's asking for a corset. Um, so that's about it for this week. We do have, uh, obvious, I have to absolutely mention, apparently it is the time of year for desserts on breast. Uh, Minotaurus sent you something, but um, You've been Trover posted some... Dessert titties. Dessert titties <laughs> and dessert nipples, which is basically nipples and breast with uh, chocolate and strawberries on them, which I am 100% oh down God. for. And the pictures were yeah, actually pretty amazing. Yeah, it's actually, it's really very neat to artsy see. And I very much appreciate when somebody, just some person, I very much appreciate when our listeners take pictures of their partner's boobs mm -hmm. with a cornflakes on it and send it to me. That's fun. <laughs> but these were actually artistic representations of food on boobs. They were yummy. They were yep. yummy looking. And then Minotaurus sent me a picture of the octopus kites. So, with the tentacles. Getting a lot of octopus-related stuff yeah. as the holidays come by. I'm not sure why. Again, we got to see the um, person with the octopus ass tattoo, which is a, the, the mouth of the octopus is their asshole, and then the octopus swings over and the legs all through. It's an amazing tattoo. It is an amazing tattoo. 
I, and, I wonder, though, when that person turns 67 and if that's still... Well, I'm glad I got that tattoo. That's very, but you know what? Maybe they will. And as they get older, older, and they're in a home or something, it's going to be very entertaining for whoever's taking care of them. Absolutely. So that would be awesome. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with our listeners on social media. I lost you. (laughs) Contact us with questions, (laughs) podcasts, comments, or just to say hi. So that's true. Either on Instagram. So Instagram, Discord, Twitter, BetLife, Facebook. We're either Erotic Awakening or Dan and Dawn. Or just send us an email, Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Sure. I like that idea too. When we do, we get something every day that we respond to yep. on one of those spaces. Yep, absolutely. So, and that we will. So, I guess that's it for tonight. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan.